This is New York's Asset Protection Roundtable with Ted Alatsis of Alatsis Law Firm. Our mission at Alatsis Law Firm is to assist you with the three pillars of protection, preserving your assets, providing you help, and protecting your future. Hello and welcome into New York's Asset Protection Roundtable, a three pillars of protection program. I am Ben George. He's Ted Alatsis, attorney and counselor, counselor at law at Alatsis Law Firm in Brooklyn, New York. Ted, welcome in. How's everything going today? Oh, it's it's doing doing great, Ben. Uh, how how are you? Hope uh, all is well. I am. Everything has been going well. Been able to enjoy uh, some trips out of town last uh, last month or so before that cooler weather moves in, and uh, we have to settle in a little bit and kind of hunker down. But I hope you've been able to do the same. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, the fall weather has just started to hit us here in New York a little bit. So nice little cool day today. So it's uh, fall is here. For yes. Sure. It is indeed. And we got a good show for you today here on the podcast. We're talking about taxes. Nobody wants to talk about taxes. I know it's a topic that uh, may turn a lot of people off, but it's so important when you talk about estate planning to consider the tax consequences that uh, occur with everything that you leave behind. And there's a lot of different categories with taxes that we have to go through today and kind of break it down. But I know, Ted, this is not something that probably people think about very often and B, don't want to talk about very much, right? Yeah, that's probably true. I, I mean, uh, you know, Ben Franklin once said, uh, "There's only two things in life that are that are certain: death and taxes." Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, this uh, podcast kind of deals with both of those issues. So, so here we are. Um, yeah, absolutely. No, no one wants to talk about uh, death and dying and planning for for their death, but uh, no, no one also no, wants to talk about their taxes either. So, yeah, um, yeah, fitting topic today. Well, I know people also talk quite a bit you know, in this category with their CPA or their financial advisor, but how do you fit into that tax planning conversation, Ted, when you're working with people with their estate? So, uh, you know, when, when we're talking to people about their estates, uh, you know, we, we do talk about the tax consequences and and one of the, the big conversations is about uh, are the beneficiaries going to need to pay taxes on on what they inherit? And so, you know, it, it is important to, to be familiar with, you know, what taxes are, are available to them. Or, or you know what taxes they may be liable for, um, so it's 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 an important part of the conversation in terms of planning for sure. Very good. So we've got three different categories we go through, plus a little bonus uh, tax that you maybe haven't thought too much about or doesn't apply to everyone. So we'll throw that one in towards the end. And again, if you have questions, alatsislawfirm.com is the website. You can also call seven one eight two three three two nine zero three. All right, let's start off with, I guess, the main one at the core here, the estate tax, the gift tax. Uh, this is one that I think people have probably heard of, but what do they need to know about this, Ted? So the estate tax, or you know, some people like to call it the, the death tax, right, um, is, is a tax that is assessed against the size of the estate. And depending on how big that estate is, then that's going to determine what the tax amount would be. Uh, for federal estate tax purposes, an individual's estate um, in excess of 12.06 million is taxable at about 40% of what the excess amount would be. Um, that doesn't apply to a lot of people. And so a lot of people don't have to worry about it so much at present. But in 2026, that's scheduled to go back to about half of, of that exclusion. And so you know, if you are if you are at that six million dollar level, and that's not really an unheard of amount to to think about, especially if you live in New York, 
then it's important to start at least thinking about you know how you're going to deal with your your state with that in new york state um new york also has a, a death tax um and that's taxable for states in excess of six million uh just over six million um and again they're subject to the same period of of uh return to a lower number uh in 2026 and the estate tax there is a little lower but again it's a lower threshold so with this estate tax this gets paid out before things get distributed right right it's 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 assessed against the entirety of the estate now there are some exemptions which you know there's you know creative planning can take advantage of and basically you can give anything you want to your spouse right so you know you can you can certainly plan by using you know th- those types of credits so there so that's one thing one thing you can do in terms of of, of planning but yeah it, it's it's taxed against the entirety of the estate and federal and state for most people get both get cuts right I mean I know you're working mainly with people in New York but I know people listening to the podcast from outside of New York there is that two layer right the federal and state in many in many cases correct correct and there are states that where that actually varies right so there are states where there's um the state tax kicks in at at dollar one right so so it varies from state to state so that, that the state rules you know you'd have to just look at your own state and see what the what those rules would be all right. Second category here, one you touched on a little bit already, the inheritance tax. Now, this one's obviously a little bit different than the estate tax, but this is one that impacts a lot of people, right? And one that I think people pay quite a bit of attention to when they're deciding how to leave money to their beneficiaries. Right. Now, an inheritance tax would really be something you know that's more on a state level because there really isn't a specific federal uh, inheritance tax. But that would be, you know, inheritance, if someone inherits something, then that individual who's receiving the inheritance would have to pay a tax on what they've received. Um, so there, there is no federal inheritance tax and there's very, very few states that have an inheritance tax. Um, New York does not, for example. Well, that's a nice, nice uh, benefit then for mm-hmm. New Yorkers not having that. Okay. Something to think about if you're outside of the state of New York and listening, uh, do you want to check on the inheritance tax? All right. Income tax. We know we're very w- well aware of income tax. All of us are hit with that every single day. But how does it apply here to estate planning? So, you know, one of the, one of the most oftenly asked questions uh, that I receive uh, with regards to taxes is, am I going to have to pay income tax on, on the stuff that I've inherited? And the short answer is no. Um, for the most part, Inheritance and inheritance is not considered income for estate tax for for income tax purposes, and so it's not taxable. Now there are some limited um, circumstances. For example, if you're receiving the um, an IRA or some other retirement account, the withdrawals of those funds could be taxable. So there would be income tax based on that. The same way you know withdrawing your own IRA would would be uh, subject to income tax. So it does. Um, so that would be one of those circumstances where you would have to pay income tax. Let's say you've also you've inherited um, an income producing property, real estate or something like that. The asset itself may not be taxable, but the income that that asset generates would be taxable as income. So it really depends on on the type of of, of assets uh, that you're receiving and whether that asset is producing income independent of the inheritance. Does this income tax play a big part in the the planning that you do to, it seems like the estate tax might be a little bit more or inheritance tax where it applies might be a little bit more, but does income tax factor into a lot of the decisions you're making? 
It it does um, certainly. I mean, it, it it really you know factors in when you're discussing things like um, income producing assets, right? So it, when you have assets that are going to generate high levels of income, then you know that could factor into the the analysis certainly. Um, you know, all of, all of these taxes, you know, certainly you know play a role in planning and and you know knowing these exclusions that may apply, you know is important, right? Um, uh, one of the great examples, and I love I love using this example, is, you know, the estate tax or, or death tax. Um, that's been a moving target for a long time. It's a political football. Hmm. Um, you know, it's it's um, because, you know, people who have high, high value estates, you know, they're, they're targets, certainly for taxation. And in order to fill budget holes, you know, there's there's always been a push to kind of reduce that estate tax uh, exclusion as, as much as possible. In 2010, the uh, Budget Act that had been passed in 2001 um, had a loophole and there was zero estate tax. Hmm. Um, so there was no threshold at all at any level where an estate uh, would be taxable. And George Steinbrenner, who was the owner of the Yankees, had died in 2010. And if he had died in any other year, um, his family would probably had to have sell uh, ha- had to have sold the Yankees to pay the estate tax because the Yankees were worth about two billion dollars. So they would have probably, in order to come up with about a billion dollars in taxes, they would have had to sell the Yankees. But because George Steinberg died in 2010, they didn't have to pay anything in estate taxes. And so the Steinbrenner family continues to own the Yankees to this day. Hmm. So planning. You know, and knowing what your exclusions are is an important part of any kind of planning that you're going to do with the estate uh, plan, for sure. That's an incredible story. I, as a sports fan, I had not heard that, did not realize that was the case, and it's pretty remarkable. And I know we're never, you know, 99.999% of us won't ever be in the situation where we're passing on a $2 billion asset to a family member. But in your case, if you were planning for the Steinbrenners, are you able to come up with a plan that will can allow that asset to stay within the family? I mean, that's kind of the a bigger look at it, and it can obviously apply to smaller cases. But are there ways around that when the taxes are going to be so large? Yeah, so so there are um, there are certain things that you can plan for, and there are ways that you can fund estate taxes in your plans, um, whether it's with uh, insurance policies that will be designed to cover some of that estate tax or whether it's, you know, structuring an asset so that it generates revenue so that it doesn't need to be liquidated in order to pay, you know, estate taxes. There are vehicles that can be implemented. You know, look, for most people, you know, they're not going to have an estate that's over $12 million or they're not going to have an estate that's over $6 million. So it's less of a concern. Um, But, you know, if, if they go back to the, lower amounts and they reduce those by half not unheard of it's not unheard of to be a new yorker and own a home and have some iras and have some other assets and be over that three million dollar threshold that would not be um out of the realm of possibility for a lot of people so planning is important and and knowing how to use you know all the exclusions that are available certainly it would it would benefit a, a person who's planning uh, their estate Yes, yeah, very, very interesting. All right, we got one bonus category here for us, capital gains taxes. And I know, I think currently I'm 
kind of familiar with this. We, we currently get the step up in basis, right? So um, I don't know that I've, I think I've heard that that could be going away at some point, maybe pretty soon. Maybe that's already been decided on. I'm not sure. But um, how does this apply to, to planning here? So uh, the step up is is a tremendous benefit, and that and that really goes to the question of capital gains. So right now the, cap, the step up still exists, and what essentially that means is that if a person dies and has an asset, let's the easiest one to use is is real property. Okay, if they they own a home that they purchased say thirty years ago for you know seventy or eighty thousand dollars, and now it's worth a million dollars. On their death, um, they, you know, their estate uh, provides that it goes to their children. The children now inherit that at the value of a million dollars. That's what the step up is. They get they get a step up in basis. And the reason why that's important is because the basis is what's used to determine what capital gains tax would be um, paid. Capital gains tax is a tax that's assessed on essentially the profit. The profit is determined to be the value of your sale minus the value of your cost basis, your basis. So in the scenario we just described, um, family just inherited it at a million dollars. If they go to sell the house now and they sell it for a million dollars, there's no tax that's due. If they were to wait a year and sell it for a million two, then that 200,000 would be taxable as capital gains. And a capital gains rate, in New York City, depending on where your income tax bracket is, about 35% of, of your profit, okay? If you don't have the step up, okay, and they inherit the property at the cost basis of their parents, and they get it at $70,000, and now they've inherited it's worth a million and they sell it, and they have to pay capital gains on that million minus 70 or 930000 that's $350,000 in tax approximately. So you see just from that example how important that step up is. So you know right now there's there's talk about trying to get rid of that step up um, and that certainly is going to to hurt uh, planning in the future or you know certainly affect a lot of planning in the future. And so you know it's important to kind of you know consider that as a as a, as a tool at the moment you know for for, for planning purposes. Yeah, well, the bottom line, planning is so important, and you got to be factoring in taxes, and we know the government will always find a way to get their piece of the pie, so you want to always try to do your best to protect what you've been able to accumulate and, and earn and grow over your lifetime and that you want to pass on to whatever beneficiary that might be, whether it's family, friends, or a charity of some sort, but you always want as much of your money to go there as possible. So again, state planning is so very important. So again, if you want to Get in touch with Ted. Set up a time to meet with him. AlatsisLawFirm.com. That is the website. And the phone number, 718-233-2903. Ted, as always, good to catch up with you. Thanks for uh, taking us through this taxes conversation. and look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you, Ben. Great uh, talking with you, and I look forward to it again. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.